Welcome to the Keep the Change podcast. You may have heard the saying that the only constant in life is change, but if your experience is anything like mine, then there's probably things in your life that you've never been able to get past or change. But let me tell you that there is hope. Here on this podcast, we look to the life and teachings of Jesus for that hope and see that he's actually given us ways to find change that we can keep. My name is Mike Lane. I'm the Life Group's Life Missions Pastor here at Life Church in Albany, New York. And I'm joined by my co-host and good friend, Bill McCormick. Welcome to Season 1 of Keep the Change. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Keep the Change. We're so glad that you decided to join us again. Um, Happy Thursday if you're listening to this on the day the episode comes out, or happy whatever day of the week it is that you are listening to this. I'm joined again by my co-host, Bill. Hey, Mike. How are you today? Bill, you sound quite different today. No, just kidding. Uh, We have a guest host on today, uh, our brand new associate Life Groups Life Missions pastor here at Life Church Albany, Sarah Deeb. Welcome, Sarah. I can hear the round of applause that you guys are giving from your car, wherever you're at. Uh, Sarah, tell us, tell the listeners just a little bit about yourself and, uh, yeah, intro who you are. All right. Well, uh, my husband Peter and I have been married for 16 years, and we have four beautiful daughters. Two of them are teenagers, and life is interesting in our house. Uh, we've been attending Life Church Albany for about three years now, and I'm really excited to be part of the team and part of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. So Sarah's going to be joining us for uh, a couple of episodes. And uh, we're going to be jumping into our next truth in our series today, and that that is truth number three. Truth number three um, is the fact that spiritual disciplines can align our thoughts, our actions, our motivations, and our behaviors uh, with Jesus' upside-down way of living. And we touched on this a little bit in uh, our intro episode, but we want to dive into what what are spiritual disciplines, Sarah? Well, first of all, discipline can have, that word itself can have a negative connotation and feel really punitive and authoritarian. I can't say that word right now. Um, But really the heart of it is that it's anything, any activity that helps bring our thoughts, our feelings, motivations, or actions into alignment with Jesus's upside down way of thinking. Yeah, I think, you know, spiritual disciplines or practices, exercises, whatever we want to call them, uh, there really are these kind of powerful uh, tools that we can use to just recenter ourselves. You think of like breathing exercises that oftentimes counselors will give to kind of help someone in the moment gain control of their emotions or gain control of their thoughts. I like to think of practices, exercises, those are moments where we can kind of uh, really regain control over any aspect of our life to bring it back into alignment with what is God wanting to do in us, through us, around us, show us in a moment um, to make us more like him, to to help kind of form and shape us through that exercise, that practice, that moment. Um, And I think when we, you know, we look at the life of Jesus, we see that he had rhythms, he had uh, ways that he went about his life that I I think he was doing, one, to enable him to do what he was doing, but two, to model that for his disciples, which we are his disciples. And so we are to look to that model as well and see some of those practices that maybe he had for us. 
um, and, and model those for us, or model them as well. So, I mean, what are you, when you look at the life of Jesus, Sarah, what are some of the things that maybe you identify there? Well, the first one that jumps out to me is prayer. Jesus models prayer for us so many times, uh, both in his life and in later books that are inspired, you know, his word, inspired word to us. Um, and the other thing is silence and solitude. He went off after feeding the 5,000 and got time by himself. And again, if we look, we'll find that modeled to us several times. And it just really helps, like you said, refocus our thoughts and bring clarity um, and gives us the strength to do things that are challenging. Yes. So I think something that stands out to me particularly is, is Jesus' practice of that kind of silence or solitude where we it's almost like clockwork every time you see him in a big crowd ministering or sharing or performing miracles, he, he oftentimes just pulled away and it, sometimes it, scripture calls it the lonely place or he pulled away to the mountain and he recognized, I think, his need for having a rhythm of, of realigning his self with, with God because we think of Jesus who was God but he was also fully human and he needed to bring his humanity back into alignment with his father and I think he did that oftentimes in that pulling away um, and we, we need that, that same type of thing because we have, whether we recognize it or not, we have practices, we have disciplines that are forming us into something. And that's part of, again, what, what these practices, these exercises, uh, spiritual disciplines are doing is they're forming us into the likeness of God when we're, when we're talking about, um, you know, Christian spiritual disciplines that help us to form us in Christ's likeness. But we have those in our life in general that are forming us in other ways. And I love this quote by... Uh, the thinker and theologian Dallas Willard, and he says, though we may not be aware of it, we experience disciplines every day. In these daily or natural, these in these daily or natural uh, disciplines, we perform acts that result in a direct uh, command of further abilities that we would not otherwise have. And if I repeat the telephone number aloud after looking it up, I I can remember it until I, I get it dialed. Otherwise, I I probably couldn't. If I train rigorously and I can bench press 300 pounds, um, otherwise I, I can't. You know, if I train to do that, then I can. But if I don't train to do that, then I can't do it. So these ordinary activities are are actually disciplines that aid our physical or natural life. And I think the same is true in our spiritual life. What these practices do is they enable us to engage in something that trains us to be able to do something in another setting that we wouldn't be able to do otherwise like going into the gym training to bench press eventually you then get to a place where you can bench press 300 pounds it was the practices the training the disciplines that led up to you being able to do that and so right now you may not think of being able to not respond in road rage to the person that cuts you off but if you find certain disciplines spiritual practices or spiritual disciplines to put into place in those moments where you're not faced with that immediate source of anger, maybe in the smaller moments where your child left a Lego on the floor or your husband, which is my wife, maybe listen to this, leaves their peanut butter spoon in the sink. You again. know, You know, again, <laughs> when you find ways to, in that moment, bring your thoughts, your, your emotions, your mind, your heart back into uh, alignment with God, then in those larger moments, it, you'll recognize that you have this ability that you didn't have before. We're, we're forming our reactions, our, ourselves, into the, the likeness of Jesus through, um, through these disciplines. Yeah. And so, I think it's so yeah. important, just like you're saying, to get these practices in place now before you urgently need them. And then in those moments where 
you wouldn't have had strength to rely on or mm-hmm. depth in your spiritual walk, like that foundation is there. Yeah, I think it's so easy, especially when you start following Jesus, to kind of look at the lives of those who have maybe been doing it for a couple decades and be like, I could never do that, or I could never not do this. You know, fill in the blank for whatever it is for you. I could never respond in that way to this situation. Uh, How did they respond in love towards that person that wronged them deeply? You know, we see that in Jesus, obviously. And we're like, I never could get there. And the reality is we can't overnight. We can't just, like, Mm -hmm. flip a switch and all of a sudden be loving, all of a sudden be this. What we can do is engage with the Spirit through practices that can help to, over time, change aspects of who we are to respond and be more like Jesus, which is part of the whole discipleship journey. That's what it's all about. Um, I actually would love to hear, is there an area that maybe you have seen your yourself change over time in your journey of following Jesus, and do you attribute that to a particular practice or a particular um, spiritual discipline that maybe you have in your own life? Yeah, well, I was born and raised in a Christian home, and I've been following Christ pretty much my whole life. Um, And about eight years ago, our youngest daughter was born, and she was in the hospital for seven weeks in the ICU, had a lot of medical things going on. And in that time, it would have been easy to question why this was happening or to doubt God. And instead, I found myself just going basically into that place of silence and solitude, spending time with him without an agenda, without questioning the why, um, and really holding with an open hand her future and our inability to really do anything about what was happening to her. So do you you feel like uh, having that in that season has then enabled you to approach other maybe difficult situations with a more open-handed kind of like trust than you did before? Yeah, and it's really like strength training. It's it's this little muscle, Mm -hmm. and once you use it and you train it, then it gets bigger and bigger, and your faith grows along with it, and over time... It, it takes a lot bigger of a situation to sort of get you upset or ruffle your feathers or make you question things because you have that history and the trust really built over time from walking mm. and leaning on God in those times. Yeah, I, I love that. And I think that is a perfect example of how what it may not have even seemed like it in the moment that it was going to make this profound impact, but... No, it just felt like clinging on to dear life. <laughs> yes, but it had it had this ability to shape you into uh, a, a more Christ-like person that then in future situations we're able to come into that already with that type of trust and open-handedness. Um, and I think that's the beauty of these practices because what I don't want you to hear is when I'm talking about this is like, oh, here's all these ways that we can just kind of work our way to being a better person or work our way to being a better Christian. Because we can't do anything in and of ourselves. We, we, in our own willpower, we know that there's things that we maybe try to in our own willpower get away from and never have been able to because Absolutely. we don't have that. But with the power of God coupled with our own effort, that's where the, that's where the magic happens. You know, we can't be changed. We can't be changed without God's power, but God's power, it won't change us unless we seek it. And I think these practices, these disciplines are a way of us seeking out, uh, you know, a way of us seeking out God's power and and partnering with that. So uh, what we want to do for this episode is we're going to kind of continue on and maybe the next episode or even maybe the next the next two episodes unpacking this subject a little bit more because I think it, it it's one that we can easily um, just kind of rest our hat on and kind of dig into a little bit more. But what I would love to give you the challenge of doing in this next, you know, 
week and a half or two weeks between whenever you listen to this episode, the next one is to engage in a spiritual practice. And I think we look at the life of Jesus and we talked about how prayer was one of those things. I think we can look to his prayer that the, that the, the Lord's prayer that he gives us in scripture. And I think that's in Matthew um, 11, maybe <laughs> I probably should have had that in my notes before, but uh, we'll give that to you in a second, but is to practice the Lord's prayer. Uh, and why I think this is so critically important is because I think it is God giving us a perfect way to pray, but I think it, each section of uh, the Lord's Prayer Matthew, is Matthew is six. given. It is Matthew 6. Okay. All right. Just second-guess myself. It's in Matthew 6. Uh, but uh, each section, I think, is touching on a different aspect of life. And what I would encourage you to do is is maybe read it in a different version or translation than you're used to check out maybe the message translation um, or the passion translation and then go back to you know NIV or um, whatever one that you prefer to typically read but to give yourself some extra language and also to make it fresh but try praying that every morning when you wake up as the first thing you do as a spiritual practice or a spiritual discipline wake up in the morning and give your first thoughts to God and give your first thoughts to God through the prayer that he gave us and just take notice of what changes you feel throughout the day or maybe what pushback you feel whenever you're trying to do that prayer but I think uh, you'll be amazed at how just that consistent moment of giving your first thoughts to God will will really impact impact your day anything else you want to share that was great okay well thank you so much for joining us for this episode we're going to continue on to talk about uh, this truth but just to kind of uh, restate the truth one more time is that spiritual disciplines can align our thoughts, actions, motivations, and behaviors with Jesus's upside down way of living. And so we're going to keep diving into what some of these practices are, the heart behind them, and how we can continue to align ourselves and become more and more like Jesus and find change that we can keep. I'll see you on next episode.